Welcome to Women in Chemicals Conversation with your co-founders. My name is Claire McGann, currently the program's chair on the WIC leadership team. It's a privilege to facilitate today's conversation with two extremely impressive women, Amelia and Kylie, our co-founders of Women in Chemicals. So today we have a lot of fun planned for the hour together. We'll be looking to get to know our co-founders a little bit more, celebrate our second year by highlighting key accomplishments from 2022, play a quick game to get to know our WIC leadership team, followed by some discussion with Amelia and Kylie. We'll close out today looking to the exciting things planned for 2023. And then throughout the session today, we'll be looking for community engagement, so be ready. And if you have any questions or feedback after today's event, please post to our Women in Chemicals forum page under conversation with co-founders. So today's event is sponsored by ChemServe, a regional distributor of chemical, raw material, and additives located in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and sourcing our products globally. ChemServe maintains an on-premise warehouse allowing quick order turnaround, closely monitored shipping, and the ability to customize orders to our clients' specifications, regardless of whether they're purchased by the truckload or by the bag. ChemServe services the case markets, personal care, food, and paper markets. Reach out today for more information on how ChemServe can help service your chemical sourcing needs. So let's first kick off the conversation with a video featuring a round of rapid questions with our co-founders. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Heels or flats? Flats. Heels. Night owl or morning person? Morning person, 100%. Morning person normally, but I cannot avoid a night out. Beach or mountains? Beach. Both. Both. Salty or sweet? Sweet. Salty. Cat or dogs? Dogs. Uh, dogs, of course. Cardio or hit? Hit. Cardio. Uh, yeah, I love my Peloton. Book or podcast? Book. Uh, book, unless we're talking women and chemicals podcast, then podcast, of course. Diving or flying? Flying? Like scuba diving? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or flying like in the plane? Yes. Uh, probably scuba diving. Favorite, Favorite movie? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. I have no idea. I don't watch movies. Biggest fear? Not being good at something. Saying something stupid in front of a live audience. TV series, one episode at a time or binge watch? Binge. Binge always. What will be your superpower? Being invisible. Teleportation. What dish do you cook best? I don't cook. <laughs> no, I'm not a good cook. Guilty pleasure? Dark chocolate. Ugh, watching horrible TV, like the ultimatum, I just watched it, it's trash. Favorite thing about WIC? Amelia. The community. Best advice you ever received? <laughs> um, only, not only consider, but you can only handle what is in your control. There's only so much that you can control. The one that's resonated the most recently is make the relationship before you need it so really work on developing relationships before you have to leverage them especially in this crazy last two years of supply chain craziness 
So I just, I love how this quickly captures the difference between the two of you, and yet y'all somehow complement each other so well. Uh, I did catch that you do have a couple things in common. One that stood out is that neither of you like to cook, um, but I wanted to call out the great advice from both of you. So thank you for sharing. We appreciate your vulnerability and letting us to get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. And a special thanks to Christy for being our interviewer. Call so with that, I'll kick it over to Kylie to review 2022. Perfect. Thanks, Claire, for kicking it off. And thanks, everyone, for joining. We're really excited to recap the past two years with you. So uh, to do that quickly here, I want to put some numbers that are really telling to the story of the last two years. I really want to lean into this slide here um, and reference it with the numbers. So let's talk about our reach. We've got about 1,600 women from over 500 different companies throughout regions throughout the entire world, uh, in North America, Latin America, Europe, Middle East, and Asia Pacific, participating in women in chemicals events. Our reach is global, you guys. It's international, it's global, it's incredible. Um, a couple really uh, important and personal to me, impactful stats on here that I'll call out. Um, we've got nine magnificent corporate sponsors, some of which are new, some of which are repeat. Uh, we wouldn't be here without our sponsors. So we'll touch on that a little bit uh, in a couple of slides as well. Um, a fun one for me, I've had the pleasure to moderate almost 50 Women of the Week interviews to, to hear, learn from, and share stories of women within our community. We're almost at 50 of those, and we've got some really good interviews down the pipeline into 2023 as well. Um, there's some other great stats on this slide, but I want to make sure we've got time to cover everything, so I'll give it to Amelia for the next slide. Perfect. Thank you, Kylie. So like you mentioned, we had a lot of events in our two years. So just touching on the events in our second year, we had three panels, each featuring three women from our community and two of them being moderated from women in our community as well. Um, so really great opportunities to hear from people on diverse career pathing. And then we had a two-part panel on motherhood. So working through pregnancy and birth and raising children while working. And I want to remind everybody listening today that all of these events are recorded and they are in our library of resources available on our website, on our Vimeo, and on all of our podcast um, channels as well. And then in addition to that, we had eight webinars spanning topics from personal development, so building your mental health toolkit and mindfulness to professional development. So learning how to maintain trust in a crisis via crisis communications, economic updates based on the Chinese economy, um, and then just general updates on the chemical industry, um, and then just some fun opportunities as well. Brave networking, fireside chats with Bonnie Garmis, who was the um, author of the book we read for our first book club pick. And then finally, we had six in-person events this year, which they were all really fun. And I know we'll touch on those a little bit later, so I won't get too into the details on those. Perfect. So as I hinted at, we've got a great network of sponsorship and corporate sponsorship support here. Um, you'll see on the screen our recognition of our current nine corporate sponsors. Um, 
I just want to take a second to say thank you to each and every one of these nine sponsors on the screen here. Um, it is because of these sponsors and our community and our other sponsors that Amelia will hint on, hint on our show in the next slide. Uh, it's because of each of these groups and their membership, their participation, their support that we continue to be able to provide the resources that we're talking through and recapping today and into the future, right? So I just want to say thank you for partnering with us, for helping us to grow, uh, and for helping us to build onto the legitimacy that will take us into the future. Um, it's super important to have each and every one of uh, these sponsors on the screen here. So it means the world to us, and we just want to take a second to say thanks. So. And now we get to show some of our many event and podcast sponsors. So like Kylie mentioned, um, all of the sponsorship that we receive allows us to continue to offer the resources and the programming that we do completely free of charge to women in the industry or really anybody that wants to take advantage of them. So we really believe that equity is about making resources available to anybody that wants to take advantage of them. And we have our sponsors to thank for providing us the financial resources needed to do so. So just great to highlight some of the many companies that have supported us, whether that's a podcast sponsorship, a webinar sponsorship, a generation female sponsorship, they make all of these resources, these speakers possible. So thank you to everybody who has contributed over the years. We wouldn't be here without your support. Great. So we'll spend some time on the next few slides highlighting some key milestones in 2022, but I want to just take a second to, to recognize on this slide that 2021 was our first year and we're, we're celebrating our second year already, which is incredible and crazy to believe. Um, but let's remember that 2021 was a year of firsts for us, of many, many firsts. Uh, and while 2022 was also filled with many firsts, uh, we're working and focusing on and highlighting here today all of the uh, improvements, efficiencies, optimization, governance, all of that, that is continuing to build that strong foundational footwork for us to continue into the future so that we can come back a year from now, several years from now to keep recapping some ter terrific and tremendous success and growth. So I uh, just want to highlight, we've got about five key milestones that we'll touch on over the next couple of slides. Um, so I won't dig into the details here, but let's jump right into the next slide here to highlight our first. Perfect. So in March of 2022, we launched our members only forum. This is available at forum.womeninchemicals.com. Um, there's a number of topics that we have talked about on here and have access to. So for example, our trade show board. If you are going to a trade show and you want an opportunity to network or meet up with women in our community, you can post on that board and women will respond if they're also attending. We also have a hiring board where um, women in our community and our corporate sponsors have access to post any job opportunities that they have at their companies that they're looking for talented women from. And everybody in our community has access to this board. Um, in addition to that, we do all our Q&A for our events on here. So if you guys have any questions for Kylie and I, you can head on over to general discussion. There's a sub forum where you can leave your Q&A questions and we'll be answering them. And then finally, we have all of our book club discussions. So weekly, our education chair, Caroline Thomas, is posting book club 
questions that you can participate in discussion. So right now we are reading Crucial Conversations and I invite you guys to go over there and um, add your thoughts to the discussion questions. They're really fruitful ways to engage with the community. Perfect. Also a really fun uh, highlight from March of last year was our AFPM happy hour sponsored by TR International. Um, it's a really fun picture to take a look at to see our community in real life interacting together in person um, as we prepare for the same uh, event here end of March in 2023. So just a, a shout out to that. We are doing this event again sponsored by TR International thanks to Megan Gluth-Bohan. Um, and her team and her organization. So we look forward to seeing hopefully more familiar faces and uh, updating this photo and making this a tradition into years to come. So that was a really fun event last year. Perfect. And then in May of 2022, we launched our Lunch and Learn initiative. So our Lunch and Learn is programming where we have a couple members of our leadership team, and this is led by our membership chair, Christy Luna. And we can come in and talk to your company really about what Women in Chemicals is, what our mission is, what our programming is, why we think it's important to the industry, and how women in your organization can get engaged. So this screenshot is actually from our very first Lunch and Learn. It was with Dow Chemical and 150 women showed up. So it was really exciting to get a ton of visibility. I think we were not necessarily expecting that many women, but Christy was great. And this is now an offering that we offer um, twice a year community-wide. So anybody who wants to join and we do private sessions for our corporate sponsors and for any company that uh, wants one. So if you are interested in a lunch and learn, please reach out to membership at womenandchemicals.com, send an email and we can get one scheduled. Perfect. This is such a fun and exciting slide to highlight and so important. And also one that got a lot of visibility on our socials this year or in 2022. Uh, and that was the introduction of our tremendous leadership team. And it is, while it was introduced in late 2022, I cannot fathom a world that existed prior to this fantastic leadership team helping and supporting the initiatives and the growth of women in chemicals. Um, so for those that don't have uh, some of the early stage awareness, um, prior to August of 2022, our leadership team at the time was Amelia, myself, our very own Christy Luna, and our very own Silky. Um, and we had a team of four doing all of these activities that we're recapping and sharing with you today, uh, and which we more than doubled. So we brought the team to a leadership team of nine. Um, and I, I can't even, I don't, can't even put into words how much support, creativity, outside of the box thinking, um, efficiency, excitement, all of, all of this energy that this team has brought to the organization. Um, I can't imagine reverting back to what we had prior uh, without this team. Um, and it's so inspiring because each and every one of these women on the leadership team were community members at first. So um, anyone listening in, this is a team uh, that will grow and expand and churn over time. And we want to make sure that we pull um, from the best community that is out there. 
So uh, keep that in mind if you ever have interest in pursuing opportunities with our leadership team, that will constantly be something that we're evaluating. So um, it's been a pleasure to work with this first leadership team. Okay. All right, so we are about to start again. There may or may not be prizes included. So you're gonna to wanna to take this very seriously. And Claire, can we actually go back to the last slide? I wanna give everybody a chance to take a screenshot of the leadership team. So the game is called Which Women, Which Woman, sorry. And we will be giving you a random fact about each woman on our leadership team. And you will have to guess which woman it was. So at the end of the game, you will get a score. We're gonna ask everybody to submit their scores in the chat. And again, there will be prizes. So take a picture so you have faces to put with names and we will get into the game. All right, do you guys see the first question? Yes? Okay, which woman was hit by a car when they were six and cried more about not getting perfect attendance that year than their concussion. No, not not in the chat, Lauren. Is there are you guys seeing the poll? Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. You're okay, Lauren, it's very cute. Kylie's not in any of these questions, so no worries. All right, next question. Which woman would choose criminal justice if she had to choose a different career path? Very silent, I feel like I'm talking to myself. All right. Next question. Which woman worked on a marine biology research boat in college? And I think we can go to the next question because I'm already seeing answers come in for all of them. Which woman has a wiener dog, loves photography, and collects film cameras? Next question. Which woman had a black guinea pig named Pauline that lived to the ancient age of 9.5 years? Next question. Which woman used to host a program over the radio? All right, and our final question. Which woman has been dating her husband for 20 plus years? So we have 14 people, 15 who have submitted their responses. So once we get everybody's responses, we will end, give you guys the answers and give you the results. Oh, we're doubled in responses now. We've got yes. 30 responses. We got 30. Everyone wants the prize. The prize. I know, the surprise prize which is going to be surprise with merch. <laughs> yes. We've got some good merch. I almost joined the meeting with my wick hat and my wick tote bag and my sweatshirt and my quarter zip for you, Amelia. That would have been amazing. That's basically what I look like every Saturday going to the farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna end the poll.
and I've shared the results. So please put in the chat how many you got right. Zero. Love it. <laughs> Listen, we didn't say that we weren't going to give lowest scores. We <laughs> will. We'll, we're going to review the answers, too, for those that are wondering yeah. who is what. But we're about to do that. Wow, we're a tough crowd to, to gauge. I mean, it is tough. Seven people. <laughs> All right. Four. Okay, Stephanie. You're definitely getting a prize, writing your name down. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through it. So the woman that was hit by a car when she was six and cried about not getting perfect attendance that year, more than a concussion, none other than our education chair, Caroline Thomas. And I just want to say, Caroline, this fact is so you. <laughs> All right, next, which woman would choose criminal justice if she had to choose a different career path? And this is Erica Kruger, our marketing chair. Which woman worked on a marine biology research boat in college? And that was our mentorship program chair, Christine Greibos, and loving this picture of you on the boat. So amazing, Christine. <laughs> The boats, the boots are a look. You gotta bring those back. <laughs> okay. And the woman with a wiener dog that loves photography and collects film cameras is none other than our Michelle Picaro, our administrative chair. And you can see her here with said adorable pup. So cute. The woman that had a black guinea pig named Pauline that lived to the ancient age of 7.5 <laughs> years is our very own Zilka Fox uh, finance chair and our European leadership team member. Mm -hmm. All right. And the woman who used to host a program over the radio is Christy Luna, our membership chair, which I'm sure you guys all saw her expertise in our interviews earlier. She really brought that heat. And finally, the woman that has been <laughs> dating her husband for 20 plus years is our Claire McGann, who clearly has never aged. We're not sure how she does <laughs> it, but we're going to get the secret. We'll share it with you guys. And she is our program chair. So thank you for playing. And I'll hand it back to Kylie. Actually, Amelia, you want to cover this one? Okay, perfect. And I'll take this slide. <laughs> <laughs> so in October 2022, um, we put a process around our advisory and our ally advisory board. So prior to that, um, in our first year of women in chemicals, our advisory board and our ally advisory board was made primarily of contacts that Kylie Zilka and I had in the industry that we had been working with, or that we had met along the way of developing women in chemicals. So midway through last year, our advisory board 
encouraged us to put term limits on the folks that we had on our advisory board and put more rigor around how we were choosing people moving forward. So we put out an application in September of 2022. We had over 20 responses to our application of which we had five seats. So, and we had a lot of really, really strong applicants, which was amazing because that means that there's a lot of passion still about continuing to um, spread our mission and continue to impact the chemical industry. So our newest advisory board members were Marcy Johnson from Beren, Chelsea Berlin from WR Grace, and Stephanie from uh, This One's For The Gals. And then our newest ally advisory board members were Tony Gosich from 3M and Sean Williams from the Coalition Family of Companies. Um, so it's been really great having our new advisory board members and we're going to continue to use this process. So every year, two board members will roll off of each board and two seats will vacate. And if you are interested in being on our advisory boards, Please keep your eyes open in the September, October timeframe of 2023, when we will reopen this application for our 2024 board. Perfect. Thanks, Amelia. I think that just really highlights some of the governance that we've worked really hard to establish to ensure that we can take this you know, succession planning for our boards into the future. That's great. Um, the last event we wanted to highlight for 2022 would be our NACD uh, networking event. Um, so what you're seeing on the screen here is a picture of all the, the female community members that joined us for that event in person. Uh, we had the opportunity to not only meet members of our community here, but also members of our uh, leadership team uh, and our ally and advisory board here in person for the first time. So that was personally a treat uh, to be able to participate and meet these folks face to face for the first time. Uh, in almost two years of the creation of Women in Chemicals. So uh, it was truly uh, such a good event and we look forward to hopefully participating in that in the years to come as well. All right. And I, I think one slide accidentally got deleted, but I do want to highlight that um, in September of 2022, we launched our book club, our first initiative under our education arm that's being headed up by Caroline Thomas. We are currently in our second book, Crucial Conversations. We read Lessons in Chemistry in Q4 of last year. So we were going to be reading a quarterly book. Um, Every quarter, I, I know Caroline is working on the book for Q2, and I think that will be announced very soon. So those of you who have participated in book club, thank you so much. We have a monthly virtual discussion, and then Caroline's also engaging everybody on the forum. So two ways to really get involved with book club. I know that those you know, monthly meetings are some of my favorite conversations and times that I have on my calendar throughout the work week, just because we really get to connect with our WIC community and, and learn from each other's expertise. So I just wanna make sure we don't forget to highlight that. Thank you, Amelia. Um, 
so so much growth has happened in what felt like a very fast 2022. So I wanted to applaud you both for everything you've accomplished. Uh, it's been an honor to be a part of the community along the way and to be a part of the leadership group. As we look back at 2022, wanted to take some time to reflect and get your perspectives on the year together and what's to come. So with that, Kylie, let's start with you. What was the most memorable moment for you in 2022? So I have two and I've thought about this. So each year I continue to be amazed and I just am so excited for what 2023 is to bring. But as I look back on 2022 um, and we just covered the photo of it, but it was my ability to participate in my first ever in-person Women in Chemicals event at NACD in San Diego uh, in November. So not that long ago did I have the opportunity to really uh, fully engage in person at an event for women in chemicals. So to just see it physically um, in real life all come together after almost two years of working on this with Amelia was something to be um, so proud of, uh, kind of surreal moment for me uh, and something that these in-person engagements, I'm just continue to be so excited for continuing those. Um, and then the other one I just wanted to highlight was uh, around how we're really focusing around setting standards and governance to make sure that we've got the strong foundation into the future. So something that uh, was really memorable for me, uh, Amelia, was when we sat with our steering team to review leadership team and outline advisory board applications. Um, so we had the participation of existing ally and advisory board membership uh, and their guidance, their support um, and their feedback was so well received uh, and appreciated. And it was a really cool moment for us to not only be going through a standard process, but to also be reviewing applications like Amelia said for positions for an org that we stood up just two short years ago. So super rewarding. What about so you Amelia? Yeah, my most memorable moment was also an in-person event. It was the AFPM happy hour this year just because I don't think in our wildest dreams, we imagined the turnout that we got, which was really obvious to anybody who came to the space because we had about a hundred people in a hotel suite and it was overflowing into the hallways. There were people down the hall. Um, it was really kind of wild. And um, <laughs> I just remember walking away from that event thinking, wow, we have something really special here. And also, wow, I can't believe it took until 2022 to have this forum because it just felt so needed and it was insane. But at eight years in my career, being in that room in that photo we show showed earlier with 30 plus women at a chemical industry event, that was the first time that I'd been in an industry event that I'd been around that many women, much the less in the same room. So it was just a really special moment. And I'm really looking forward again this year. So anybody that's going to be on AFPM, please get a ticket. Tickets are on our website, but <laughs> we only have 30 tickets left. So they're really going fast. So get your ticket if you want to come. What a powerful experience, though, to be in a community that you've built in a virtual world and worked so hard to build and empower each other and to be able to celebrate. So that's incredible. Looking forward to some more in-person events in the coming years. All right, so what is something that you've learned from each other? I can start. Um, this one, I think, 
took us both some time and I'd be curious to know Amelia's thoughts on this. So as I thought about this question, I think about what has been challenging or like pushing me out of my comfort zone. And that's not to say that this whole experience hasn't been something that has entirely challenged or pushed me out of my comfort zone in such rewarding ways. But um, one of the things that I thought of was this concept of asking for help and, and being comfortable with doing that. And I think that 2022 was a moment for Amelia and I to both embrace that a little bit. And so let's lean into this growth of our leadership team and standing up our governance to make sure that, you know, we've got everything organized and in some order uh, to help us take off some of those many roles that we were wearing uh, and hats that we were wearing in 2022. So I think the, the message here for me is getting comfortable not only asking each other for, for help, but kind of looking outward and asking our community for help as well. Um, and recognizing when there's too much to be done with too few resources, because like I said, I sit here today so proud to, you know, even work alongside this tremendous leadership team and all of the great work that you do. So um, lean into that. So that's just my key learning and something that I've, I've grown to be a little bit more comfortable with is asking for help because there are some great folks and resources within this community to lean into. How about you, Amelia? It's a, a great answer, Kylie. So Kylie and I usually coordinate on our answers for public interviews or like, <laughs> not that this is like so public, but for any speaking opportunity and we didn't for this one. And I'm kind of glad because like, I feel really um, like aligned with your response, but something I feel like I learned specifically from Kylie and she's really modeled for me in this past year is like, almost this like spirit of like patience and just like taking a step back and taking more calculated approaches. Like I'm a little bit of like bull in a China shop. I want to do everything and I want to do it now. And like, I'm obsessed with this concept of momentum and Kylie's a little bit more patient and calculated and in the best way, um, kind of forces me to take a step back and see bigger picture and really think things through. So I would say my biggest learning this year is to kind of take a deep breath and, and step back and seeing the progress that we've made over the past two years. I mean, it didn't happen overnight, but it's still so much more than we ever thought. So it, it makes me so excited just thinking about what's possible for the future, especially with our leadership team now being 4x what it was and just the flywheel effect from all the ideas that we're getting from everybody. It's fantastic. Again, kind of balancing each other out and challenging each other and growing together. Um, I know you mentioned a lot about having the board to help guide with the governance and structure and building a great foundation, but anything that you want to call out that you've learned from the board or the leadership team over the last year? I just can't emphasize enough how talented the board is. Um, folks look into who's on our team, get to know them, connect with them. If you want to engage and support their initiatives, they're all ears and excited and eager about it. Um, and there's so much going on. So I have to assume, and I don't mean to um, throw more conversations or anything on their plates, but I have to assume that with all the activity that's going on, that they are welcome to engaging those that want to further participate with open arms. 
Um, yeah, that's what I've got. So when I think about what I've learned from the board, it's all of these really small moments of just like small pieces of insight that they give us or small little tips that make a modicum of difference when they're all added together. And mm -hmm. it's kind of mind-blowing for me to think about like just so, for example, I know Lauren Conte is on this call, but with our marketing, she'll just give little tips and tidbits that as we implement along the way has really upped our game. Um, or for example, Sean Williams, who is brand new to our board, Kylie and I are in the process of building our first ever budget. And like literally the day after we announced him on the board, we were like, okay, we're going to put time on your calendar so that mm -hmm. we can talk about how to build this budget out because you're a chief revenue officer. So you must know about that. And everybody has been so incredibly generous with their time mm -hmm. and energy and just giving us complete, honest, transparent feedback. We are in the we are in the process of building out a conference. And I sat down with Josh Wartenberg in Vegas this year. And within like a 20 minute conversation about the conference, it gave me so many things to think about that I'd never thought about before. So I think one of the most special things about our board is that there's such a breadth of experience and knowledge and diversity in terms of the companies that they work at. And they each add something really incredibly special and insightful to the growth of women in chemicals. And it's great to surround yourself by so many talented and incredible people and just acknowledging that you can't do it all and try and understand where your strengths are and where you need some help. So it's amazing. So what surprised you the most about working with each other at WIC? Amelia, do you want to start? Sure. Um, okay. So I, I, would say the thing that surprised me the most about working with Kylie is Kylie is like so proper is not the right word, but professional is mm -hmm. like Kylie always has the right things to say. She always words things like perfectly well. She can have difficult conversations really well, which is like my biggest weakness. And like, if she knows I'm upset about something and I'm tipping tiptoeing around something or being like a little terse with her, she'll just like call me on it. <laughs> um, but what I think surprised me the most this year as we became better friends and just spent more time together and really developed our relationship as partners in building WIC is her like goofiness and silliness and how much positive energy that she just always has. That's just like an inch behind her super professional exterior. And <laughs> I really love that because I know that like, I can always count on Kylie to like, put it on when we need to. So for lunch and learns or anytime we're in front of people who are sponsors or anything like that, like Kylie is buttoned up. But the second that like we walk out of the room or the call hangs up, like it's goofy central. And I just, I really love that because it makes working together a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. This is so funny. I just did my insights discovery training this week for anyone that's familiar. And this, like, you say there's a silliness an inch behind my like proper and seriousness. So I lead with red, if those that understand what that means on this call. 
um, aren't surprised to hear because there is like this directness that can come out of me and ability to make decisions. So like, this is just so funny to apply to what I've learned. Um, so thank you for sharing that. But I think we're, there's so much fun to be had in our partnership, in this team, in this community. And I just want to make sure, you know, that everyone has the chance to be themselves. That's what the point of this is. And we can have, you know, our professional sides, our goofy sides, and we can mend them together, just like the perfect uh, mesh that Amelia is and represents. So um, one thing that surprised me, or one thing that maybe is worth sharing to the community that Amelia did a good job of highlighting in a conversation we just had together last week is that a lot of people probably don't know that Amelia and I were not necessarily like friends relationship wise prior to the establishment of women in chemicals. So we were very much that professional partnership and she would call on me um, at 3M and we would get to know each other on more of a professional business relationship. And so it's been really fun to grow this relationship into such a solid foundational friendship over the last two years. And we were just joking not too long ago how we we both agreed that we would be each other's bridesmaids in our wedding and who would have thought that we would think that or, or get to build the relationship as far as it's come so it's been really fun to have this both professional and really long-lasting friendship with Amelia throughout the two years um, I think we're a good mix of, of differences uh, that really meant together to create such a good partnership I love that. Well, I can't wait to see the wedding pictures when the date <laughs> <laughs> right, We just need someday. <laughs> husband for, uh, working on that. Uh, anything that surprised you about WIC like overall or in general in 2022? Anything with the community that you wanted to share? So I'll, I'll lead this one off. Mm -hmm. But the biggest surprise to me, I think, was how much interest there was in joining our leadership team and how big of an impact that would have on what we're able to do. Mm -hmm. So like Kylie mentioned earlier, it was just really two of us in the beginning and then Christy and Silka joined. And then there were four of us working on the leadership team, but we weren't really organized or structured until we really built out the leadership team to nine last year. And I think that if you had asked us on this event last year, if we thought that we would have a leadership team of even five this year, we probably would not have thought there would be a need or that it would be necessary. Um, but Women in Chemicals just grew so much last year, continued getting so much traction. And as we were kind of laying out what the various roles would be, we looked at each other and thought, okay, wow, this is gonna be quite a big team. And little did we know that the flywheel effect of bringing in seven super smart people to help us who are very engaged, very passionate, and how much impact that would have on not only what we're doing now, but future ideas, um, collaboration opportunities, and just upping our game across the board for everything that we were already doing. I think that has been the most surprising thing for me this year, but it's also so exciting because it makes me think about what's possible in another year down the road, five mm -hmm. years down the road. If in this past year, we've had so much immense growth, especially because we're only really a couple months into having this new leadership team. So uh -huh. can't state their impact enough. Uh -huh. I laugh because you said we hadn't had a chance to connect on what our responses would be for these questions which is for the best for this type of a conversation Amelia but my key takeaway in terms of most proud and surprising is 
is the talent and, and the engagement that comes from our leadership team as well. Uh, but as I think about answering this question, I think there are endless amounts of things that have surprised me. I think the fact that we are sitting here today is something that I am can't even believe and I'm proud of uh, at the same time. I think maybe I'll hit on something maybe a little bit more personal or emotionally driven for me that has been surprising or something that makes me so proud is um, getting the, the one-off messages from connections I haven't had the chance to even meet personally yet, uh, be it women in the industry that are new to the industry saying, hey, I came across this and um, it's made me feel so welcome in the industry or I'm so excited or be it a, a father to a daughter that's going through school that, you know, is interested in having this resource shared to his daughter has been so cool to hear about and connect with. And so um, I think that just continues to speak to the resources and, and the gap that we're trying to help support filling um, on a more personal level. That has been something that I'm so proud of to get uh, little notices or little tidbits and nuggets from our community and those listening in. So that's been great. Yeah, I think it's impactful the reach that y'all have had already in such a short period of time. So, so excited to build on that. I guess just for the last few minutes of the section, um, wanted to ask what is a key focus area for each of you in 2023 or what are you most excited about? I can do this one rather quickly. And then Amelia, I think this is a really good transition into what we're gonna chat next. So um, focus for me in terms of 2023, and we're, you know, eye level underwater with it a little bit, but we're so in in the weeds in such a good way with, you know, establishing this governance standards and processes uh, to make sure that we are set up for success, that we are efficient and that we're setting up these processes that we can repeat uh, into the future to make sure that we operate as an organization for however long we it can make this last, right? So that's been really exciting. Um, in terms of what's coming in 2023, maybe events-wise, I am so excited to be able to participate at AFPM next month. Um, I wasn't able to attend in the first rendition last year, so Amelia and I will both be there. Uh, and we've got folks from our leadership team, our ally and advisory boards participating. So really, really looking forward to the attendance there and the connection that's to come there. Um, and ultimately just really excited to meet as many more of you that are listening in on the line uh, as well. So looking forward to the opportunity to do that in 2023. Okay, so I definitely agree. I'm really looking forward to AFPM. I'm also really excited about the mentorship program that Christine is in the process of building. And I know there's gonna be some more um, emails and stuff that will go out to the community about that in the next couple months, um, just to gauge interest and understand really what you guys want from this. But selfishly, like I'm excited to be a mentee in it. Like I want to find a mentor in the industry and <laughs> I want to be matched. Um, and I just think it has the potential to have so much impact. And this has been something that has been heavily requested from our community for a very long time. And I think that this is just one of the most important things that we can do to continue to develop women into the next generation of leaders. So that's really something that I'm looking forward to um, rolling out within the next year or so. So no pressure, Christine, uh, but I can't wait for your program. 
<laughs> well, why don't I pull up um, what else you've outlined for the rest of the next coming years? So let me share this. Perfect. Can y'all see it okay? Yeah, perfect. Yep. All right. So as we give a peek into the future of women in chemicals, just want to communicate to our community what they can expect from us over the next couple of years. So like Kylie mentioned, um, 2023 is focused on building a really strong foundation. So midway through last year, one of our advisory board members, um, Megan Gluth-Bohan, who is actually now sitting on our board of directors alongside me and Kylie, helping us to make some of these highest level decisions that we make on behalf of women in chemicals um, in terms of how we're spending money, how we're building programming, um, making sure that we are filing our taxes correctly and operating legally, those types of things. Um, but she basically sat us down and said, okay, ladies, great job. You've done more than I think any of us expected. Uh, but now you need to run like a legitimate company and not like a startup nonprofit. Um, and I think it was a really hard conversation um, for both Kylie and I, because it was just a surprise to both of us. Neither of us have ever started a business before. And we didn't even know that we were supposed to be thinking about things like annual meeting minutes and who's an officer versus who is a director. And are we filing our taxes this way or that way? And in which state? And just a lot of things that we weren't really thinking about in terms of corporate governance. So we spent the last six months really heads down, making sure that we're building a super strong foundation for the future. Um, and that in included enlisting um, specific nonprofit lawyers and nonprofit uh, accountants and having our leadership team help us kind of develop some of the processes around how we take meeting minutes and how those are filed. So 2023 is about ensuring that we have completely solidified all of our corporate compliance and governance, and then making sure that our current programming is um, really strong and that we're building scalable processes. So anybody who's been in a growing company knows the growing pains of going from really a small organization to a bigger one. And we went again from four leadership team members to now nine. And we've transitioned a lot of the responsibilities. So making sure that our leadership team um, really feels comfortable with their responsibilities, they understand what their responsibilities are, and that we have a strong understanding process communication for future programming to come. 2024, we are going to be launching our mentorship program that's headed up, like I mentioned, by Christine Greibo. We are also going to be having our first Women in Chemicals Conference, we hope. Um, so we have enlisted the help of an event planner who is helping us put together everything conference required, and we have started having those discussions. We're going to have a few questions here in a minute for you guys because we want to gauge your interest in a conference and get some feedback from you. But really looking forward to that first in-person Women in Chemicals conference. 2025, we are hoping to have a college recruiting program that's going to be headed up by our education chair, Caroline Thomas. And that falls under our education umbrella. And that is really to make sure that we continue to build the pipeline of women coming into the industry 
starting at the college level. So making sure that women in college understand the opportunities in the chemical industry for them, whether that's technical, commercial, operational, just making sure that we are preparing our industry to recruit top female talent right out of college. And then 2026, we um, are hoping to launch a children's education and awareness program that's also under our education umbrella. And that's really to help young women and girls um, have visibility into chemistry and the chemical industry. Um, so we believe that this is really a systemic problem in that we don't have enough young girls interested in STEM opportunities, STEM careers, and we're not providing enough visibility. So hoping to tackle that a little bit with our children's education and awareness program in 2026. So this is our, what I'll say, medium-term roadmap for women in chemicals, and uh, we're happy to have you guys along for this, this ride. Okay, perfect. So we are now going to launch a poll to gauge your interest on some topics related to the conference. So there are seven questions that should take you about two minutes. We've got some great background music for you. So please answer this poll that just launched and uh, we're gonna use this for our conference planning. I think we've got most of the answers. If you guys are still submitting, I'll leave the poll open. Uh, but I think mostly everybody is done. So thank you very much. Um, and some interesting commentary in the chat as well. So we might follow up with you to get additional feedback um, based on those answers in the chat. So thank you guys so much. 
Perfect. Thank you. And thank you all for your time today. We appreciate your engagement and feedback. Of course, thank you to ChemServe for sponsoring today's event, as well as uh, thank you to our corporate partners and sponsors. Big shout out to Amelia and Kylie for all that you do. It's incredible what you've accomplished in the two short years. You've created such an amazing community, and we are so excited to see what's to come. And as a send off, we thought it would be appropriate to share some bloopers. And what do you think about all of these women, you know, being empowered and, and going <laughs> above and beyond in our industry? Do you feel threatened yet, Jared? <laughs> who is most likely to call the person? Who is most likely to reply more quickly? <laughs> do not record that. <laughs> my hands on my face. Okay. I'm a little bit of a mess. Okay. Rude. <laughs> Reporting to you from the something hotel <laughs> the something hotel that sounds luxurious um i was feeling good until this interview thank you <laughs> back to the organized okay okay Ooh, hair looks good says <laughs> tell i have more than one it's not my rules okay it's my rules is it now Yes. Okay, great. We're going to edit it. You don't have oh, to be like silent. <laughs> One of my favorite ones has been the two panel about working. No, we need to restart that. That is not good. We're rolling. No, no you got to start. <laughs> We're rolling, Christy. Sorry. This is going in the blooper reel. Oh, no. <laughs> so thank we just wanted to make sure we show the goofy side and the personal side. So thank you all for, for joining today. It was incredible. And um uh, Please tune in for our upcoming events.